What have you been waiting on that you could do even today? Something small, something big that would radically take you closer to where you want to be or change your life. Welcome to Connect Back In Podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm so passionate about sharing with you the spiritual concepts that have transformed my life. It is not always an easy path, but I know within my soul that if it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. Through interviews with experts and my personal experience, we will break down how to live a spiritual life in today's society. My hope is that you find the inspiration and support you need as you explore your own journey to connect back in. Hey, it's Morgan King with Connect Back In. Thank you so much for being here as always. And if it's your first time, welcome. I'm really excited to share with you guys the interview I just got done recording with Carissa Kuchis, better known as KK. Oh my gosh, it was so good. For those of you who don't know who she is, um, she is a national speaker, corporate trainer, host, entertainment personality, and performance strategist with the Tony Robbins Companies. I have been following Tony Robbins for years. I finally went to Unleash the Power Within last March, and I can tell you it sincerely transformed my life. I feel like he creates a way to connect with mainstream uh, individuals, if you will, with these concepts that are can seem challenging to uh, adapt and implement into your life. And it creates huge change. He's changed so many people's lives, all walks of life too. It really isn't a certain group that he works with. And it just goes to show that we all have the power to unleash our best selves. Um, She has a background, getting back to KK, I just got on a tangent because I'm so amped for our interview, but she has a background in organizational influence. She blends communication theory with human psychology to guide clients in advancing skills in leadership, negotiation, psychology of achievement, sales mastery, and what KK calls overall badassery, which is totally true. Um, You'll really see or hear, if you will, her energy and how she's able to really make you believe in yourself in just a few short words. Um, She's brought this high energy training to over a thousand events for companies like Fox Sports, Salesforce.com, the NFL, Zoom Video Communications, The Ellen DeGeneres Show, Ace Hardware, Keller Williams, Beauty Counter, Equinox, New York Life, Marriott Hotels, and Bar 3 Fitness. I'm sure the list goes on. People describe her, and I can say this uh, after connecting with her, she's a firecracker, energized, raw, she's bold, she's super authentic, eclectic, or simply their company's favorite keynote speaker. Um, I can't even describe everything that we discussed. I feel like I kind of did one of those blackout things because I was so excited and overwhelmed um, with joy of all the information that she shared on the podcast. But the primary thing that we discuss is bridging the gap between masculine and feminine energy. Um, For those of you who have been following the podcast, you know that I have a history of really being tied up in my masculine energy, the doing, the forcing, the pushing, if you will, creating structure, um, not really listening to my body, not listening to my inner being. And that ultimately led to burnout in my life. And it wasn't until that I had uh, experience to shift and want to change that I found this whole other being within me. And it's this feminine energy. And we all have these two um, energies within us. It doesn't mean that you're male or female. Um, Everybody has this. And it goes to show that Bridging the gap between these two things really does create a sustainable, fulfilling life. So we talk more about that. Um, KK shares with us 
a ton of information about Unleash the Power Within, how it can be beneficial to you. Her new um, program called Unleash Her Power Within, which actually just launched its new session. It's an eight-week session of women who attend the Unleash the Power Within events. Um, If you want more information on what that's all about, I'll put the link in the show notes, or you can visit joinuhpw.com for more on that. But I'll stop talking. I'll just dive into the episode. I hope you get as much from it as I did. Enjoy. So we were just talking about how you came off a crazy big weekend doing UPW Australia. We have Carissa Kuchis in the house. Hello, everyone. (laughs) I just sounded like a DJ. I was trying to sound cool. Um, Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you taking the time. I am so grateful and excited to be here with you and your community. Thank you. Okay, so I told you, I'm going to tell you, I haven't told you this yet, but my Tony Robbins ticket story, because I feel like um, you have yours. I've heard it before on other podcasts. You guys check her out. Like just, um, if you go on uh, Apple Podcasts, you can just type in her name, Carissa Kuchis. Sorry to blast you. But if you listen to her pod- other podcasts besides mine, um, she has a lot of good things to say. So I've heard her story before. I just want to share mine really, really quick because I think it's really fun. So um, this was probably last March. And no, 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 last February, my girlfriend's like from Wisconsin. She's like, I'm coming out to LA. I'm here in San Diego. She's like, I'm going to UPW, Tony Robbins. And I'd been following Tony forever. And um, I couldn't find a ticket. You guys were like sold out of general admission. No way. I know. And knowing now, I would never. First question is, why are you going GA? I I knew you were going to say that. And I honestly, going to it, I'll never do it again. Like, what's the top level ticket? Diamond Premier. Can I even get that as like a commoner? Yes. Oh okay. my God. I will. Well, that's a big misconception. People think, oh, I'll go GA. Diamond Premier is reserved for other people. And that's ah. that you want to break because proximity is power. Yes. Oh my gosh. Debunked right now. Because um, totally that's what I thought. And now have, having gone, I would never do anything about that again. You could just, it's a just completely different level. Um, so anyway, I was doing GA, ashamed, a tail between my legs. And so I'm a realtor, residential realtor, and I was all bummed out. And we have a morning meeting every Monday. And randomly uh, at our morning meeting, we didn't even get a notification about it, is a Tony Robbins like um, promotional. What would you call that? Someone who kind of goes around, tells about UPW and tries to sell tickets. Uh, like a field sales. Yes. Field oh, sales. Sure. I don't remember yeah. the guy's name, but he was phenomenal. And then he was talking to me, like his story was like, he was homeless on the streets and then found one of Tony's. Even Hogart. Yes, totally. Even um, Hogart. Yes. The best. So good. And he had two tickets. Um, so I bought him right there, like on the spot, but like, what are the odds? Like a, I wasn't even going to go to the meeting. B, I didn't even know he was going to come. C, like three days prior, my friend had even brought it up that she was going. Like the synchronicities that had to happen. And I'll tell you, like it was so transformative. And I think um, one of the things I want to bring up that I want to talk about today for the episode is like originally I was slightly apprehensive because um, I have a history of working heavily in my masculine energy and it really wasn't beneficial to me. Um, I, I like had just basic burnout. A lot of us have that, you know? And so I was a little bit scared and it totally transformed my life and everything I wrote down in my notebook for goals I achieved within that year. And it's, I've used those principles over and over. I reference the book all the time. So 
I think you being like the star, you know all about UPW. You're a huge um, instrument in that um, event. What would you say to people who are potentially apprehensive for that reason? I would say one word, and that is go. Actually, two words. Okay. Effing go. <laughs> effing go. Three words. Effing go now. It's, <laughs> yeah. And you, you can probably relate to this having been and thinking, why did I waste so much time not going sooner? Right. You know, there's in there's so many, um, what, what would you call it? Like a hiccup or a barrier to action for people that's different, right? Some of, some people are just learning how to like jump and clap for the first time when they go to UPW. So yeah. it's, it's a wake up call for some people. They've never been in self-development for some people, their immediate circle or sphere of influence or friends or family, or he, even who they sleep with at night have no idea about thinking there's more to life or life on your terms or an extraordinary life. So it, you have different feelings about tapping into another level because you're not seeing it around you. Or for some people, they're like walking on fire that what kind of Kool-Aid are you drinking? Right. And for me, I'm like, I'm swimming in the Kool-Aid. Like I just own that. And once you get, once you just kind of dip your toe in, it's, it's really, really hard to unsee the potential of your life. And so if you're that person right now within a couple minutes of this podcast thinking, wow, what, what is Tony Robbins, UPW? It's like, just go and don't let people's talking or your thoughts decide if you should do it. Let the actual experience decide. And something great about Tony, which is why I think every human on the planet should go to his events, is that he's one of the only in the self-development space that say, go to the event. If you don't feel like it's the best thing that has ever happened to your life, just turn in your workbook, leave, and we'll give you all your money back. So you can literally go to a UPW event for the first two days right. and have that for free. So I always say to people, just let your experience do the talking. Right. I mean, that's such a great representation for any decision you make in life. Yeah. Like look to others if it's right for you like you're going to be guiding yourself in their direction your entire life versus what's yeah. right for you. But yeah. no, you hit the nail on the head. Like I'll say at first, I was one of those people that was like, okay, this is like at first I'm like, wow, people are really jumping and clapping. And I'm like highly energetic. I was just trying to be cool. And yeah. then like, after you walk across fire, you're like, what is happening? Like yeah. I can literally do anything. And I'd love to like, we had talked about this before we started recording is like, I feel as though a lot of Tony's principles are created to be more, this is my perspective, is like more mainstream. So they're more, they're more um, digestible for the average person who may not be totally immersed into uh, self-development. I'm like obsessed with it. I spend hours every day. I know like I haven't even touched my potential. I think as human beings, like very few people do. Um, so I'm not one of those people, but I guess um, I just got so excited. I forgot my train of thought, honestly. I got you. I said Tony makes the complex. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he just makes it really um, like tangible and accessible. And like, so now going back to like that masculine energy side of things, like I still think that's extremely important. I feel like Gina DeV, I don't know if you follow her at all. She kind of talks about the queen as like this being she's in self-development um, mm -hmm. and her representation of masculine with feminine is masculinity is the glass and the feminine is the water. 
And so the feminine is flowy and it's unpredictable and you don't know the temperature all the time and it can change, yet the glass has structure and it's meant to hold in the water so you can have a glass of water. And so I think they're very important together. And I would love your perspective on this. Like, do you think it's important? And if yes, like how would you advise someone to be able to connect those two beings within so that you can achieve the most success? I think masculinity and femininity and the polarity and having the duality of both in your life is one of the most important things any human being, whether you're in self-development or just wanting to pursue your life and really live it to the fullest, it's one of the most important things you could ever do. And and also is understanding it. I would never get on this podcast and, and make it seem like I know all there is to know about masculinity and femininity. And by the way, if you're brand new to this combo, that doesn't mean male or female. Correct. All of you, whether you're a man or a woman, you have you have your divine masculine in you and you have your divine feminine in you. And so where you and I, I think, are a lot alike is that you have mentioned, Morgan, in your life, you you lived a lot in your masculine. Mm-hmm. And, and I have as well. And I think a lot of women that are pursuing, or men, uh, pursuing their careers and their visions aggressively it can go into that doer mentality, which is really the title of our podcast today is that doing versus the being. And another word I'd like to provide is the allowing and the surrender. Yes. Yeah. Allow and surrender. And so, so to answer your question, yes, they're, they're fundamental and they're important. And the way that I see them working together, another analogy I love like glass and water is just looking at the ocean, you know, look how aggressive and, and, beautiful it is all at one time. Mm. Look at how dangerous and forceful and, and graceful and um, the movement and the, and the, you have to surrender to a wave to be able to ride it. You know, there's so much of both energies when you just look out at the ocean and that's kind of the way we want to be in business. A phrase I always say for myself is I'm dangerous when I'm focused Yeah, um, and I'm just, I'm more impactful when I'm connected. And when I'm in my masculine, I'm less connected. I'm less present. Um, And so I really need to be conscious of bringing both in in every moment. And sometimes a really simple, a very simple way that I can reconnect with my femininity and that side of myself, the surrender, the presence, the allowing, Mm -hmm. is just to place my hand on like my um, lower stomach And, and just take that breath, like just take the breath and focus on something in the room, like a spot on the ground or um, something in the distance and just remind myself, like I'm right here. Right. And one of those differences I think is, are you, are you focused on the past? Are you focused on the future or you, are you here in the now? And something really simple like that can help ground me back in. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's really great. I think like the, uh, a lot of good points. And I think one thing that stands out for me, A, thanks for defining what those things mean and you did it perfectly. And then secondly is I do feel like that is um, kind of the driving mentality is be successful, especially in like the corporate world is go, go, go. Don't really listen to your body. Don't listen to your intuition. Do what they tell you to do. And eventually like we learn from experience So you'll either come across someone or something or you'll burn out. And I think it is a learning process, kind of um, de-patterning yourself from the way in which you may have operated before. So you saying you relate to that, it's like, 
it can be a challenge because when you sit and you're present um, and you allow, if you can actually do that, you will find so much more fulfillment and um, actual success that is meaningful to you versus just accomplishment and uh, tasking and achieving goals. You'll enjoy the, enjoy the process on the way there. So I think that's just like so important. And I feel it's becoming more of a conversation. Um, and you guys are doing this in a big way with Unleash Her Power Within. And so you have just started um, the first week of this like eight week, um, what would you call this? Like leading up to the next event? Explain to me, let's dive in. Let's talk about it. What is Unleash Your Power Within for people who don't know? Unleash Your Power Within. And is it, so wait, first, I really want to go back just to one thing you said, because I think it's so valuable. Yeah. And then I'll jump into that. It's the, the tasking and the doing, you know, there is a quote from Tony. And if you guys listen to other podcasts, I mean, I'm just going to quote Tony left and right, because he's my closest mentor. And working so closely with him. I mean, he's just, we are blessed to be on the same planet as him while he's alive. I mean, it's just, it's insane that we're here with him. So I just think it's so valuable to share and be a vessel for some of this content. One of the things that he says all the time is that people mistake movement for action. And when we're, when we're doing and tasking and and hitting that to-do list, we're, we're doing, 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 we might not be actually moving anywhere because 20% of the things on that list, that big old list that you're so stressed about, you're carrying around like a lead backpack, 20% of those things are actually going to drive in 80% of the results. So if you can identify the top 20 things that are the actual needle movers, and a term Tony uses is called chunking, which um, some of you will learn at UPW should you go to that event or you dive into more of the content. Um, but when you can chunk it out and get to that top 20%, and like, let's say you, you are actually able to bring the duality of your whole self to that experience, the masculine and the feminine, to be present with it, to, to sink into your natural gifts and just take those 20% and do them as to your full potential. You know, you're going to see such dramatic shifts in what you can create in your life. Oh my gosh. Yes. And I think this ties to, I think I love the language too, and kind of debunking the idea of action because in UPW, they talk about taking massive action, but that doesn't necessarily mean just like tasking and doing it's deliberately creating something that like you're aligned to, and they have a a series of steps for you to determine what that is. But, um, I love that. That's so true. And God, something I wish I would have learned when I was younger, but I think we're all on the right journey. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so grateful as someone that's in, I mean, I was going to say young twenties, but I guess I'm, I'm on the other end of that spectrum. (laughs) Wow. Wow. That happened fast, but you know, we're, I'm very grateful. I've learned that now. And it's just, it's important to me to spend and devote as much time as possible to allowing people or to helping people not waste any more time in, in silly action, in an action that's not doing anything. And we are consciously thinking that it is and giving ourselves this false illusion of achievement when there are actually like bigger, um, sexier, juicier pieces of magic waiting in front of you to, to, to embrace mm-hmm. that we've just been resisting for quite some time because of all sorts of garbage reasons, which brings you to, you know, UHPW. And that's, that's kind of the process of it. It's getting you ready for a UPW event. 
Yep. Okay. And so like, I know the whole concept too around UPW is like this idea of immersion. You really go into this state. Um, if you, I mean, I, I know state's probably not the right verbiage because I know you use that for something else, but you go into this like series of days that are super intense. And the objective is to really transform potential limiting beliefs, anything that's currently holding you back, identify where it is you want to go and a roadmap to get you there. And so these women, it's like, to correct me if I'm wrong, it's a group of women that come together, they meet prior to the events, so they build these authentic, amazing connections, and then while they're at the event, whether live or in person, um, they can connect with each other and continue growing those relationships. Yes, and it's so exciting because UHPW, so that stands for Unleash Her Power Within, it was born about a, year, a little, about a year ago. Okay. And it's grown super rapidly. You know, we have, um, I think, about 1,500 women in the program. Wow. And it's a community of women that train on the Tony Robbins cu curriculum together. And we attend the Tony Robbins events as community. So our tagline is, you can sit with us. And I, in the role that I have with Tony, I'm the first woman in the last decade for no other reason than we, I don't know if we've had many women you know, going for it truly. Mm. And in that role, it's very important to me to bring and give access to the best mindset training on planet earth for women. And there's something about us. We love to be in community. We love connection. We love collaboration. We love to conspire. We love to um, kind of dream up a vision and have people that, that support it. And even when you think it's this crazy, crazy thing out there in, in the world that's stuck in the future and you're majoring in the minors and the days turning into the weeks and you're not getting anywhere, mm -hmm. you actually have a community that can draw that vision in and make it more real for you. And that's really what UHPW is. It's a um, training platform. It's eight full weeks that I actually lead every single week. I call it my inner circle. And so on podcasts like this, or when I speak on stages for Tony, you know, that's, um, that is, those, those are really magical moments. And then this inner circle is where I get to dive into the content that's really transformed, radically transformed my own life and give people what I would have wanted before I attended my first event. And that's to just sink into my overall badassery so that I wasn't like smacked in the face with like, like, you know, UPW, it's like a massive launch pad wake up call. And I always ask myself, gosh, where would I have taken UPW if I was like very maximized walking in. Mm. And so that's what we do. We do eight weeks of training. It's, um, I always like to say it's the most sought after training program for women on planet. And we do eight weeks together. And then we all go to the events together as a community. We wear matching denim jackets and yeah, you really can't get much better than that. I mean, that they're so cute too. It's super <laughs> right. cute. I love the whole branding. You can sit with us, that idea. But it's like beyond like that part, it's so beautiful. It's like you are creating this environment for people and you are who you surround yourself with. I don't care what anyone says that is 1000% the truth. Like if you take the averages of people's weight, income, um, whatever – the six people you hang around, it will likely be yours. And so if you're surrounding yourself with people who are striving to be better, trying to achieve the next level, whatever that looks like, it doesn't necessarily have to mean that you're an entrepreneur and you want to make a ton of money. It could literally be that you want to improve your health. Or you want to be a better mom or like 
you guys are targeting all people who are like, you know what, I'm just going to get after this one and only life with as much enthusiasm as I possibly can. Would you say that? Like, it's not necessarily just entrepreneurs. No. Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, even in UHPW, we have um, everyone for, we're, we're global. So you have women that are, you know, we, we do the trainings Monday nights, but then there are people that do them on Tuesdays. They're in Paris or they're in, you know, like we have someone in Germany. We have people in, in Ireland. We have people um, all over the world tuning into this from different backgrounds, upbringing, sizes, shapes, demographics, businesses, some no businesses. We've got mamas. We've got, we have a few dudes of UHPW, like some really connected spiritual men that are in the program. And I mean, everybody, and, and you look at Tony, he's got the most diverse following out of anyone in the self-development space that I know of. And he always says, take a look at like what mother nature likes looking for forest. I mean, it's complete diversity. Mm. Every oh my gosh, that's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And that's what the human race is. We're all brothers and sisters on this path. So in terms of self-development, it's what it is. It's self-development. If you want to develop as a mother, you want to develop your ass to be tighter. You want to develop your relationship so you have more connection, more intimacy. You want to develop your bank account so you can have freedom and pay for groceries and dinners without having a gut check. You know, if you want to develop who you are in any level, any capacity, someone has done that before you, which means there's a recipe to it. There's a science to it. And it's very, in my opinion, silly thinking to suffer in silence and go through years of trying to get to some outcome that you're never getting to when there are people you can model the behavior from. That's why Tony's Tony. He's been studying this for 43 years. The top performers in the world, like uh, peak performers, Michael Jordan, Serena Williams, Oprah Winfrey, um, uh, Nelson Mandela, Mother Teresa, Hugh Jackman, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio to Usher, to Conor McGregor. I mean, Julianne Huff four of the five past U.S. presidents, like people that we see that are like successful, they're, they're doing things in their life. He's been studying how they do what they do. And then he teaches that to people like you and I. He makes this complex world or these complex thoughts and simplifies them so any human can create insane, radical results in their life. Oh my gosh. I love that. And it's so true. Like, I think sometimes people look and they aspire and they look and they're like, wow, that can't be me. And it's like, you guys, and this is what this podcast is all about. We are all the same, whether the opportunities in front of you don't look like that. I get it, but we are totally in control of how we want to perceive our experience. And like, this gives you, I'm sorry, I'm totally drinking the Kool-Aid with you right now, but it's yeah. like, it just gives you a quick, like, it's not quick. It's a framework that you can work off of. And it's like, take what resonates, leave the rest. But like modeling is so important for yes. you to continue to like, see like so cheesy, but like your power within, like what really, yeah. who you truly are. Because I think we have so many limiting beliefs that hold us back. And like the only idea that you feel bad about yourself, if you're negative about yourself is because you're literally not allowing the flow of love and good energy in yeah. who you are. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. I feel like I could talk to you forever. Okay. I want to get into questions again. So um, I've heard you talk about level 10 and yeah. I think too, again, tying into this whole like masculine, masculine, feminine conversation that we're having 
some people might take that idea as like, okay, work hard, play hard, go, go, go. And it's like, it's totally not that at all. So um, I would love for you to chat with me about what level 10 is and like how it has made an impact on your life. The, the philosophy of level 10 has, I mean, not only created community, there's so many people living their level 10 life, especially in if you hang out with me on social spaces or just my friends in life. I mean, it's become just like a mantra, right? They're like, that's the level 10 of you or do that at a level 10 or how could I do this at a level 10 or, you know, level 10 or not at all is something I say. And you're exactly right. There is a misconception from my quote haters, like, hey, you know, you're just going level 10. It's just not doable. It's not feasible. It's not possible to always be going level 10. And that isn't what level 10 is. Level 10 is a representation of, are you tapping into your full potential? And so that's in everything in your life. If you're going to have a self-care day where you call off of work uh, because you just need to kind of do some spiritual integration or you need some maintenance, a spiritual maintenance, you know, are you, are you, instead of really pursuing that self-care day, are you calling it, let me lock myself in the bathroom for my kids for 20 minutes and eat um, a, a muffin that I snagged from Whole Foods while I was shopping and I'm going to shove it down my throat and cry for four minutes and then shove everything, all my emotions back inside and pretend life is good and then have a stale dinner with my family because I'm still emotional on the inside, but I only gave myself 20 minutes in the bathroom. That's you doing self-care at like a level two. You know, so the question you're asking yourself is if I were to do this moment, if I were to really do this at a level 10, what would that look like? Mm -hmm. If I'm going to have a passionate argument with my spouse, how could I do that at level 10? If I were to um, pursue self-care right now, how would I do that at level 10? Maybe I would light up the bathroom with candles and I would actually make the phone calls to people to say, I can't be at present at this thing because I'm, I'm nurturing myself. And I would ask for help to get a sitter for my kids so I can have some time away. Like it's, it's pre-thinking and anticipating what would I need to do in order to really fully show up in, with everything I have here. And then also, if I was showing up at a level 10, tapping into all of my potential, what would, what would I be doing? And that just gives you the awareness of how you would show up in your life if you were fully tapping into your potential. It's just, it's kind of an awareness piece. And it's who you really are. Yeah. It, what it resonates to me is um, like higher self. Yeah. So like for me, I'm super connected to my higher self. She's like my mentor. I've honestly, I, I follow so many people, but I've never found someone who like wholeheartedly, I'm like, yes, I want to be like her, which I don't think is a bad thing. Like it almost nope. is like, oh, I'm my own unique being. Great. So that's why I've created this connection with her. Cause it's like, if I have a challenging um, situation arise, it's like, I just tap in. I'm like, all right, what should we do? Like, what's going to be for the highest good of all versus like reacting. And so it just like allows you to show up. And I love the idea of like, it isn't this um, go, go, go. It's this idea, like just tapping in and being like, okay, how can I, like you said, do the self-care at level 10 or because when you show up for yourself, you're able to show up better for your other people in your life in the world. It's just what it yeah. is. And that's what you're referencing. That's UHPW. So through those eight weeks, what you're doing is three things. You're transforming your relationship with risk and action so that you're really truly pursuing action at a bold, bold level. Um, the second thing that you're doing is flexing your decision-making muscle because to take action, you have to be able to make powerful decisions. Mm -hmm. And then the third thing, which is the reason why women do the program is to create that identity, what you're talking about. And so my higher self, my identity, I called her Sasha Fierce, obviously named after Beyonce. Yeah. Uh, but I just always say, what would Sasha do? 
and I know everything about who I am when I operate at the at my higher level. But then we also have the antithesis of that, which is your your lower self, and that for mine, I call her Griselda. And usually oh when, God. right? Usually when, and I know everything about her. She gets imposter syndrome. She gets scared. She's you know running around like a mad woman. She's not present, and I know when Griselda's showing up. And it's not about who you're showing up as when things are easy, because obviously it's more it's it's a, a shorter grab for you to pull Sasha when times are great. It's right. about how have you trained yourself to show up when it's really really hard, and are you being Sasha or Griselda? And that's um, something I love is related to what you have shared with that is Matthew McConaughey um, when he gave his acceptance speech, he actually shared that exact thing. He says, my, my future self is my hero and I'm never going to, I'm never going to be there. You know, I'm always working to get there, but it keeps me having someone to chase. Yes. Oh my gosh. There is no there. There's now. I always say that. Uh, I love, I have, so mine's Lorelai is my highest self and Helen is my (laughs) B-I-T-C-H self. Um, But I like what you said too about how it's more, it's easier to grasp when things are good. And it's like, if you base your happiness off circumstance, like you'll be all over the place, especially now. Like it goes to show like there's so much going on in the world and there always will be an obstacle in front of you, you know, if you see it that way. But um, if you can really like shift into the energy of your higher self, the more and more you do it, the easier of a practice it becomes. And it's like, I mean, it's the best um, thing that I've learned. I feel like, do you think that that is relative to people who have been to UPW, um, like getting into your state? Is that like raising your vibration, getting to your higher self? Is that the kind of the idea? Absolutely. It's just not referred to that at the event in person. You'll hear state and you'll hear peak state. Okay. And peak state is the essence of who you are when you're in your higher self. And that's why, I mean, UHPW, it really truly does bring that feminine twist and flair um, because I, I haven't met many men that I've worked with that have named their higher self and their, uh, their lower self. And so we kind of take a really beautiful uh, deep dive approach at who am I really? Because a lot of the women that I work with have just have this loss of identity for many different reasons. After something crazy happened to you five years ago in your career, or you had kids or the divorce or multiple years of life just kind of stacked on top of each other. And we're, we're looking in the mirror like, God, I remember, rem- it's one of the mirrored things that I do for people is I have a lot of energy. And sometimes people say, God, I remember when I used to have that zest and that energy, like what happened? Mm. And this process is just about coming home to who you are. You're not going to UPW to, to buy a new mindset and learn something new about, it's like, it's who you have always been, hence the word unleash. Yes. It's Unleashing a catalyst that re reminds you of what yes. you already know. Yes. Yes. Oh my exactly. gosh. So I feel like, um, we're on the same page, obviously. Yeah. I feel like yeah. we could just talk about this kind of stuff forever, but not everybody is. And like, I, one of my stories that I have is like, someone's going to listen to this and they're like, Oh, must be nice. Like I always say that that's like my yes. story that I work on. And it's like, 
I think um, when you have the story, when you have the identity that nothing works out for me or this thing that happened to me ruined my life or you become the victim or whatever it is that's holding you back, um, I think a lot of momentum can be built with that. And so it can be challenging to want to take this next step and potentially buy that UPW ticket or attend the Unleash Her Power Within um, like mastermind, if you will, that you guys have created. How, why do you think there's so much resistance? Like if someone said, if you do X, Y, Z, you'll be happy and enjoy your life and be fulfilled. And there's people that are like, no, no, I'm good. Thanks. Like, where do you think that comes from? It's an addiction to limitation. It's an addiction. All that is, is a pattern and it's a pattern of thinking, right? Like we, maybe you've thought that for so long that you've gotten addicted to the thought. And I'll tell you one thing that Tony shared and it hit me like really direct. He said, you can argue for your own limitation as long as you want to keep it. Yes. And yes. so sometimes it's just easier to have an explanation for why you're showing up at maybe a level three or four opposed to a 10. And we want to compete over it. The amount of people I've met that compete over challenges in their life, like, no, you don't understand. This is what I'm going through. No, yes. you don't understand. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm going through. And it's like, it's like, it's your, your, your bullshit isn't a competition. It's right. like, it's crazy. And I, I honestly truly believe to my core, one of the most unsexy thought patterns is that of limitation. One of the worst things to see, especially in a young person and by young to clarify, I mean, anyone under the age of like 65 Yeah. And not to you know, upset anyone over 65, but you're middle-aged when you're 65. Uh, but if you're over 65 and you still think you're young, you're awesome. So it you're awesome. You're awesome. Uh, but really, we're all, we all have this whole, uh, this, this beautiful life in front of us. But one of the nastiest things to see is a young pessimist. I mean, it's just, it's really, it's, it's frustrating. It's upsetting to, um, to see that because there's so much potential in everyone. And if you're someone listening to this and you right now have the little stomach turn because you're like, oh gosh, they're talking about me. I've been, I've been that, you know, like I've resisted my own growth. I've said no to the thing in front of my face that I know would take me to the next level for a mirage of reasons, right? Like don't have the money, don't have the time. It's never going to work for me. I peaked in high school. You know, I, everyone sucks or in your, in your case, real estate buyers are liars. Sellers are worse. Like, you know, <laughs> we have these beliefs that we get addicted to. And if you are just willing to ask yourself one question, like, let's say, hey, what if that never existed? What if that thought never existed? What if that belief never existed? What if you never thought you weren't good enough? What if you never thought you were too young to be successful? What if you thought you were beautiful? What if the thought that you weren't, you weren't perfect? What if, what if it really, you completely felt whole? Like if those, those beliefs that like really limit you from moving forward never existed, what would your life look like today? And if that is attractive enough to you, then there's just a moment where you have to do what I call puke and rally, not the one from college, but like get yourself to that uncomfortable moment where you're like, I really want to step up. I want to do you HPW with KK or UPW with Tony. And I, and I'm like, Oh, I'm right on the edge, but, but this, but that, but that you have to get to the place where you're so uncomfortable that you literally might vomit. And then you just tell yourself puke and rally and you step up, not in spite of fear, but with fear, you put your arm around your fear and you move forward, even though it's there. Yes. You're like, Hey, you can be here with me. That's totally cool. I'm a human being. Like I'm not trying to push you away. Cause when you do that, it only screams louder. And then you're like, yep. Oh God, I can't do yes. this. Exactly. 
Okay. So you, you obviously have a really strong grasp on this. And now thinking of like family and friends, obviously I'm sure your friends, because you get to choose that part of your life, um, probably have the same aligned beliefs and thoughts that you have. Do you have conversations um, potentially with, with your family or maybe your family says something where they're negative or someone in your social circle that you're forced to hang around with? How do you handle that? Because you like, you're someone that like brightens everybody up and like teaches them what they need to know to get the ne- to the next level. And like, if someone's not ready for that, you can't just like dish it out at the dinner table, you know? So like, how do you uh, navigate those situations if you experience them? That's a good question. When I started working with Tony, I used to try to impact everyone, even my Uber driver. It's like I'd get in the car and then I would be like, why are you driving Uber? Tell me about your life. I know Tony Robbins, you should go to an event. And I found myself doing that. I found myself judging some of my closest friends because of the, maybe their lack of interest in the pursuit of their greatest life or, you know, it, you can go on and on there. And that was my own lack of internal growth. Really, when your cup is completely filled, all you, all you have room to do is overflow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my cup wasn't fully filled. So I was looking at other people finding, finding lack in my own life. Yeah. And then really you can't love someone, you can't impact someone or you can't influence someone when you're judging them. And yeah. so I found that I was placing a lot of judging and judgment onto others and you'll never be able to influence someone. And especially if you love someone, then you've really got to, you've really got to take a look at that and take full responsibility and ownership and ask yourself if I were to understand and appreciate this person's model of the world fully, then how would I show up? Yes. Well, and it too, like, I think judgment and wanting someone to change, if you will, is just a mirror reflection of areas, like you were saying, like your cup not being full. And so it's just areas in which you need to grow because if you're fully 1000% secure, confident in who you are, like, you don't care what other people do. Like, it doesn't really impact you. Um, So yeah, that's really interesting. Because I would agree, I was kind of the same way, even though like we're not in the same space. It's like, even as a realtor and like um, with my friends and my family, like I'm the person that's the cheerleader. And when people come to me and they want it, I'm all about it. But now it's like, I know when we're at the dinner table and they say something, I'm not like, I really don't feel like that's your highest self talking. Like they, they don't want to hear that. So, um, but it for sure, like, I mean, I'm a work in progress always. There's areas to work on. So um, that's really interesting though. It's like knowing that your cup just isn't necessarily the fullest if you're doing that. Um, yeah. and another thing I want to add on to that is your, you know, in my, in my life, just for those of you that are on here, like, oh, must be easy for you. You know, you've grown up, you know, your mom listened to Tony or you have friends in self-development, you know, that's not actually not always the case. And there was, uh, there was about a four month span. If I had to put a, an amount of time on it where I had to be so committed to my decision to really grow. And so that people could trust my decision to pursue that in myself. Because if I was, you know, kind of interested in self-development and sort of reading the books and, and kind of, you know, waking up earlier and kind of working out and kind of not drinking alcohol. And if I was kind of doing that to the place where people could persuade me to jump back into my old ways, then they couldn't trust my decision to pursue my own journey. And so then I, then it became really hard for me to pursue my own growth because people were like, well, what the fuck? One day you do eat gluten and the next day and the next day you don't, and one day you are pursuing self-growth, and then the other day you're, you're, you know, actual puking and rallying. Like, what, what is it that you, who are you? And the um, human's greatest need is to remain consistent with how they identify themselves. So you've got to 
make the decision, even if no one around you agrees with it, even the person you sleep with at night, you've got to make a decision. And for like a solid, it's going to be different for everyone, but at least four months, you've got to be so steadfast committed to who you're becoming that Mm. other people in your sphere can trust that and support you in it. I get it. I I feel like at first I was about to be like, who cares? Like you can do whatever you want, but I get it until you strengthen that muscle and really know truly deep down within with 1000% certainty who you are. It's, you can be easily like your foundation is weak otherwise. And so you'll, you'll get blown over, but it's like, um, cause I was going to initially come back at you and be like, you can do whatever you want. Like that's just other people projecting onto you being like, oh, you need to be like this in order for me to value what you say. And but I love yeah. that you are going to bring that up. What it really calls out though, is your ability. I'm really pointing the finger and pointing fingers on a great term, but I actually am pointing the finger at the person that hasn't flexed their decision-making muscle to decide who the F they are. Yes. hundred percent. If, you're, if yes. you're holding on to your Helen or your Griselda, trying to become Sasha and you haven't really decided to draw a line and step the fuck over it and move on to who you're being. And you're kind of dabbling in both. You haven't decided yourself. So, and, but then you're calling out and blaming, well, you don't get it. I live with my sister and she's Mm. nuts. You don't get it. I have, you know, people that are doing this and this and you don't get it. And it's like, well, you haven't gotten it yet. Right. Right. You haven't decided yet. You haven't drawn a line in the sand and owned yourself. I think that's the first step. And then like I just knowing that you have that intention, it's absurd what will unfold for you moving yes. forward. Like doors start opening, people start showing up, books start falling off the shelf. And like that people are like, well, what would you say to someone? Like, what's the first step? And it's like just deciding that you want to be the best that you can be. Yeah. It, it really is. I mean, it's not easy. It's that simple though. It is that simple. Tony always says your life is a reflection of the moments of decision, the small moments that are shaping your destiny. Yes. And it's just, it's one decision can change your entire life. I mean that, I mean that fully. Total butterfly effect. I mean, I really wish that movie was better produced because people give it such Mm -hmm. a bad rap. Do you remember that movie with Ashton Kutcher? I don't. It's way, I I mean, it was like not maybe early 2000s, but you would probably like it actually. It's the butterfly effect. So it showcases when like they're young, they make like two tiny minuscule decisions differently. And it showcases how transformative the differences in between their lives are because of that decision. And it's like, it's so powerful because it's true. It's a thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's huge. It's important. Um, Okay. So keeping us on track, I have one last question for you. What do you know for sure? What I know for sure is that I think there's two things. The first thing is that my personal belief, we're always, we're always capable of more. Always. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean that in like an abusive way. Like you can do better. You can do more. (laughs) What I mean is we we can always have a vision that's a little bit bigger. You can stretch it two millimeters. You know, you can pursue something at a two millimeter greater degree. And if you did that, if you thought, well, what if I could have done this? What if I could do this? What if I could pursue this at a higher level? What would I do then? And I think that that exercise is always opening up um, 
an opportunity for you to expand your vision of what's possible because you only have one of these lives. And the second thing that I know to be true, very, very true, is that knowledge is only potential power until it's executed on. And that's something, you know, Tony's taught me directly and he says it in many beautiful ways. But you, if you accumulate knowledge, it's, if you read about how to go swimming, you're not going to jump into the Pacific and, and be a Michael Phelps. Right. You, you can't read about how to go swimming and execute it at that level. It's only, um, knowledge is only going to be powerful for you when you get yourself in, in the action. And, um, yeah, that's a huge invitation is what have you, what have you been waiting on that you could do even today, something small, something big that would radically take you closer to where you want to be or change your life? Like, is it buying the Peloton? Is it hiring the coach? Is it jumping into UPW? Is it, um, is it having that email with your partner or sending that email or hiring someone for your team? You know, those, those actions that we wait on, like that's what changes our lives. Yes. And that desire you have is meant for you. It's there for a reason. Yeah. If it's in you, it's for you. Yes. Oh my gosh. I, this was wonderful. It was so rich and you shared so much uh, like knowledge for the listeners. And just like, if you listen to this and you don't feel amazing right now, like you just, I know you will. So I'm really excited because that's what this is all about. So thank you so much. I appreciate you more than you know. Um, back at you. Thank you for the email and the follow-up. I'm so glad we made it here. I know, me too. <laughs> Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We sincerely appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for another episode of Connect Back In, and thank you for listening.